0: Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new show, much anticipated, Loki, premiering on Disney Plus, I believe on Wednesday. Don't ask me what date. <laughs> because life is just blending together right now. But I was under the impression it was coming out on Fridays, which is why I had it on Saturdays, but I guess it premiered early. So, you know, great. I I, I could not, unfortunately, (laughs) watch it exactly when it premiered because I had to go to work. But I was happy to watch it when I got off. And I really like this first episode called Glorious Purpose, written by Michael Waldron, directed by Kate Heron. I gave this episode a 9.3 for the premiere. Uh, We are going to shoot the shit just a little bit before we get into the recap, but before we do, let's take a look behind the curtain. I just want to ask peers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. So for the premiere of a show, I like to give credit where credit is due, as I don't always discuss or haven't been discussing, you know, some of the behind-the-scenes type of uh, things like actors' names who they're playing who created the show etc so i want to give the proper respect so this show was created by michael waldron is it yeah I, I said it right y'all know i can't speak who has done rick and morty which is one of my favorite shows i will be at some point in time doing a a podcast to re-watch that show but fucking love Ricky Morty um he's also worked on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness I don't know if that is actually now I do know what that is <laughs> we were going to talk about this in the shooting the shit part about how I don't know that much about the Marvel Universe but Doctor Strange yes he's going to be directing the follow-up to his premiere movie that I still have not seen don't, don't you be at me. I can hear it now. Whatever. Uh, it's based on Marvel Comics, of course. Directed by Kate Heron, who worked on. It looks like. A uh, few things. Daybreak. I think I watched that. Sex Education. I don't recognize anything else, but. Yeah, she's got quite a. 11 year filmography here, from what I can see. This show is, of course, starring my baby boo boo bear, Tom Hiddleston, as Loki. Also, Goo Goo, I'm going to screw this up. I'm so sorry. But if I get this half right, can I get half the point? Goo <laughs> Goo. Mibatha Raw as Ravana Renslayer. They just really wanted me to fuck this up, didn't they? Wumi Woon, Mosaku as Hunter B15. Eugene Cordero as Casey. From Good Place. <laughs> I. I Literally had the biggest grin on my face when I saw him because he's probably one of my favorite Good Place characters. I don't even think I even said that in the show, but now you know. Tara Strong, who voices Miss Minutes, and Owen Wilson as Mobius and Mobius. Egypt Mobius. So, executive producers are Kevin Feige, Luis Del esposito victoria alonso Stephen russard tom hiddleston kate heron michael waldron was produced in atlanta georgia i believe it was um during the pandemic that they were filming this and it will be six episodes long we have our timeline in the recap so i think that is Covering all of the bases for a look of who worked on this show. So now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead and discuss how how I suck at Marvel knowledge. Look, Marvel was not one of my favorite comics. I was more of a DC girl. So I don't have all of the... The knowledge so you might need to help me with things i may not understand so i don't want to hear in any comments about how i just don't know i'm telling you up front i don't know i haven't even watched the second part of avengers yeah nope i mean i was already pissed when they killed loki by the time they even got to Spider Man talking about, I don't wanna die, Mr. Stark. I said, fuck this shit. Fuck it all, fuck it all. Don't give a shit anymore. Fuck it all, fuck it all. Flip the table, screw you all. Wakanda all torn to pieces. The child was gone. Look, it was not a pretty picture. Don't at me with, oh, but it's how it's supposed to be. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I was in my emotions. And I have not stepped back forth into a cinema to watch anything Marvel (laughs) since. I'll probably go see Black Panther uh, Panther too. I watched their TV show. I did The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, you know, slowly with time, (laughs) the bonds have been mended between me and my uh my scale of love for the marvel universe but it's uh it's just me in my opinion i'm sure the billions of other people weren't missing me out of the crowd that's for damn sure but that makes me a little behind on some of things that probably are unfolding that i might should know but I it might go over my head. Now let's get on to the fact that I'm glad the show has a theme song. otherwise, every time it would be time to watch the show I would only have my improvised theme song. I, love, I need your time. When everything's wrong, you make it rise. I feel so high I alive. I need to be free with you tonight. I need your I know no one wants to hear that every week. No. I understand. But I have a major crush on Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I'm sure I'm joining many, many others that love the man. I did get teased just a bit from one of my friends. Because she's like... Um, You don't even know what his birthday is. And I said, this is factual. I have a spiritual love of the man. Just means something about him, his talent, his smile, his um, education (laughs) that attract me. And there's only been two men that I've had celebrity crushes on and when I say celebrity crush I mean you run it in my mind all the time anytime like it, out of everyone you're always number one and that was James McAvoy and he was replaced only by Tom Hiddleston in the last like four years <laughs> so they're long term and they are eternal Okay, because I still will give it to James if he walked up to me in the street without hesitation. Alright, um, I don't even know what I was saying because I got distracted by that actual <laughs> image. I'm like, what if both of them showed up? Ah, there's no debate. Tom would get it, he'd totally get it. <laughs> and eventually one day someone will replace him but it has not occurred yet and i'm not one i'm one of those people that when i have a celebrity crush i pretty much stay away from knowing everything about my celebrity crush because i don't want to be hurt like that you know (laughs) i don't need to actually know even more about someone i'm never gonna have but that might be the infj in me He got a girl. I'm happy for him. At least he knew that he was meant to swirl. Um... You was meant to be given that swirl love. Bruh. Hey. I would prefer if I was giving it to you. But... I wish him all the happiness. Unlike some people. Because I recently read an article. I know I'm kind of going all over the place. And I will eventually get to the recap. You can skip all through this. Um but i recently read this article about oh what is his name henry cavill and his fans and they were basically dragging the girl he may and may not be dating and and i've seen other uh, other celebrities have to go through this too like if you don't think they match up i'm like um you're just mad because i mean he chose her and not you So you don't that that to me, that's too far. I'm not about to judge. He saw something in her that obviously you wish you had. That's why you jealous as fuck and dragging her life. If he wanted you, he would have got you. So what why you don't be mad. Don't be mad about that. I don't ever think in a million years, yeah, I'm actually going to get that guy. (laughs) And I think that's where celebrity crushes can go a little too far now if time wants to meet me in edenism resort in jamaica on november 6th through the 10th i will be there and i would love for it to occur but i'm not putting a whole bunch of money on it <laughs> but i do love uh, him as an actor i love the character of loki i have since uh he was first introduced in the thor movies kind of what made me like the Thor movies to be quite frank I am not the greatest fan of all the Marvel movies I've watched them all once I'm not even at all like I stated I've not seen Doctor Strange Uh, I didn't watch WandaVision um I didn't watch the second Avengers I didn't watch any of Ant-Man so it's a lot I have skipped (laughs) so I'm glad that they did base this story upon something that was relatively outside of the scope of everything that's in the actual cinematic universe. That's smart. It was the same with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like I didn't feel as if I needed to know too much to follow along. And that is a preferred method of storytelling. (laughs) They've done the same thing with Mandalorian too. So they're good at pulling in a new crowd that maybe didn't really delve into the movies as much or into the world, and they are building it up smaller in the TV universe. But a lot of Loki's charm is just what Tom brings to the role into the character. So he's someone that I always wanted to see a lot more of because he was someone that was interesting to follow that's is my issue with a lot of the characters um a lot of them just aren't as interesting as maybe some people at least for me find them to be i like my characters with a lot more depth to them and i think that's also part of this whole the villain and being more interested in their art it's a fine line definitely because i too am in that crowd That doesn't think you have to rehab every single villain however there are a few exceptions to the rule when they're not trying to justify their reactions or they're not held in any accountability for their actions that being said it's usually when they're trying to make them part of the hero or giving them one thing in which they have to overcome and then all is forgotten and there's no work put behind it i think that's a huge part of it as well so it's not that people who do bad things shouldn't be allowed to tell a tale in which they become better but if you're gonna skip all the work then i really with a sob story in between i I don't want to hear that now that i have rambled for 15 minutes straight i think it's a good segue into the episode itself we start in one of my favorite places to visit not to stay not at all 2012 when a chain of events get (laughs) i didn't know what it was called so i said the blue cube thingy in my notes oh but yes a weird chain of events with a bug i kind of remember this just a bit from that movie i think i'm not sure but it allows for loki who was captured to escape He lands in Gobi Desert, Mongolia, where some armed troops from the Time Variance Authority show up locating the Blue Cube and arresting Loki for, or Loki of Asgard, for crimes against the Sacred Timeline. Now, she did warn him, Hunter B-15. Now, we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. Charles is y'all. He did not listen, so she bossed up on him and hit him with the he. You got knocked the fuck out, man. She then collared him and told him that while you're moving at 116th of time, you are feeling the pain in 100% the real. Before tasking another officer to reset the timeline. Interesting. I love timeline stuff, too. I forgot to say that at the top of the hour. I love moving through time and the weird stuff that can happen. It's also why the reveal was not a reveal for me at the end, because I've watched enough of this particular genre to know what was up. Why he got pushed through the door and it sounded like he barked like a puppy. <laughs> was that just me? I dude grabbed his arm and like... Oh at least that's what i heard uh he tries to make a run for it but is repeatedly placed back in time then we meet casey who i absolutely adore and then i finally realized the blue cube was called the tesseract (laughs) because he said it uh she's told or he's told to put it in evidence without telling him what it is and that's when he said, "It's the tesseract." He's like, "Sounds dumb." Loki's still threatening deadly consequences, but the Hunter Fifteen Six is not phased, like at all. Doing like I he is pushed into a room where he does not take to the smiley robot trying to remove his fine as guardian leather, but it is lasered from his body very fine, attractive, beautiful body. I probably watched that scene on repeat for an embarrassing amount of times.
1: On one hand,
0: A man should not have to get this bulked up for one scene with a shirt off. It's just ridiculous. What have we become, women? What have we become? On the other hand... I will say, I was perfectly fine when he was just skinny as a twig. (laughs) I love me some tall, skinny men. I really do. He is then dropped into another room in his jail attire, scaring the shit out of that cat. What in the fuck was that? Despite the absurdity, absurdity, <laughs> the absurdity, he is forced to sign a document confirming every word he ever spoke. They would be bringing me boxes out in droves if I had to account for every word that's ever spoken because me and Loki have that in common. We like to talk. Words don't come out, well, that don't mean nothing. The mouth keep moving. He is then dropped into yet another room, suddenly where he is asked if he is <laughs> confirmed organic, not a robot, and having a soul, to his knowledge, I related so hard when he got caught up up on to my knowledge. Like the fuck does that mean Westworld isn't a concept? What if I was a machine and I did not know it? what's that Your temporal aura what is that like why is everything happening so fast my anxiety he is then let off into what looks like every license barrel i've ever been to and like said place your ticket is your lifeline so it's a good thing loki decided to take his as he witnesses what happens to the belligerent guy who decided i'm not gonna take my ticket just as he is whining like Curtis in Misfits, we are supposed to be here. A video comes on mocking him, but also catches him and us up on what the hell is going on. There was a war over the multiple timelines. Three wise men made one sacred one and now protected at all costs, which means anyone who is a variant creates a nexus that if unchecked could branch into madness. Leading to another multiversal war, TVA workers fix the variant's mistake and sets the time back on their uh, the timeline back on its predetermined path. Now that he has no place in the timeline, Loki has to stand trial for his offense because he was not supposed to steal the Tesseract. He's not supposed to get away. But then y'all screw that up because. It seems like y'all screwed that up and I'm paying for y'all's mistakes. 1549 France, we meet Mobius for the first time. There's been a murder. It's been happening quite frequently, like six bodies in one week. Um, It's of the Minutemen, (laughs) which made me laugh for various reasons. Uh, They see a little girl and after making her acquaintance and making her comfortable, He asked if she knew what happened he said the devil she said the devil did this and also gifted her with chewing gum (laughs) because her mouth was all types of blue that's how you know something is just bad for you when it's chemically staining your entire mouth he sends it for an aura scan, though it's clear they've come up empty and reset the timeline, but not before he is apprised of Loki being apprehended. Loki! Oh, I knew in this scene when they said stab wounds, I was like, it's Loki. <laughs> it's, a, it's a much more ferocious version of the man. Something had changed him. If we playing around with the timeline, all bets are off. Loki is brought before the judge and says madam i'm not pleading a damn thing because gods do not plead when she tells him enter a verdict <laughs> because it doesn't matter what the avengers did he really is mad at the avengers like they do when want to win the time and i was kind of with him on that i was like what the fuck hold on they get to go through time and stuff but it was supposed to happen so they get a pass i mean tony stark creates freaking the, the whole point, I mean, ooh, Hey people. <laughs> I'm just making some valid arguments in this case. Not saying, like, hey, you get to play the hero while I play the villain. Like, there's, there's some relatability to what he's saying. Uh, especially learning what we learn a little bit later. So, there's no escaping what is about to happen next, even though he does try <laughs> by using his powers, causing B B-15. Am I gonna call her really Hunter B-15 or am I gonna find a different name? Well, Agent 355 is my favorite character, and well, I did find out her name at the end. Maybe that is what's gonna happen <laughs> with this particular character loki is also having a hard time believing this whole concept or idea that there's these lizards in the sky in control of everything and they're they're you know i don't have free will like what's up with that and i myself believe to be uh, a god has an overlord that's crazy despite the fact that he doesn't accept his reality he's still sentenced to be resept. except wow it's a lot of syllables in there our agent mobius steps in to approach with a high she thinks what he's thinking is a bad idea and if anything goes wrong it is on him he says okay i'm fine with that and i'm always looking up to you Or I feel like I'm always looking up to you. I like it. It's appropriate. He shows Loki what his new home is going to be. Even though Loki doesn't believe it's real. It's a very long shot. I tried to um, zoom in. And take everything in. Because he's like, you said there's no magic here. I was like, it looks like, you know, our typical futuristic type of thing. But I thought it looked nice. I would love to call that place home this idea that loki has never had a choice is really pissing him off he doesn't that's he's not willing to swallow that pill would any of us he tries to go for mobius but the man was already prepared for that uh resetting him which is a really um cruel way but also effective as it's used a little bit later to uh control someone loki isn't easily persuaded to trust but mobius tells him he goes after dangerous variants he's like like myself no not you you're a little pussycat look how they mess with my boy interesting considering what we learn at the end but i'm guessing different timelines produce different type of lokis mobius has him lay out his life goals if he does return to his timeline which is to claim midgard in the nine realms in space he wants to be king of space to rule as he would make it easy for living things to not feel as if every choice breeds shame uncertainty regret that there isn't basically if i read this right a fork in the road it's just all bullshit the Timekeepers build a circus and all he sees is clowns. I wonder what Loki's personality type would be. Uh, if you think you know, you can always comment below. Mobius plays his biggest murders and points out for a god of mischief, he sure as shit comes off like a psychopath, enjoying healing, and asks if he does. But he can't actually look at the death, so you know. That he felt he did something necessary to be evil versus actually being evil the the pretend he also points out how he very conveniently escapes a lot of his crimes you're fucking a really white fucking male so? you're a white man what sam couldn't even have a friendly argument in the middle of the fucking street apparently <laughs> Uh, loki was db cooper and if you don't know that's your homework on a bat with his brother thor looking like a whole ass snack loki calling atv a cruel elaborate trick conjured by the weak to inspire fear a desperate attempt at control Take summed up a few establishments I know. Except he has to uh, come to the conclusion that there are bigger things in the universe than himself. That doesn't mean there isn't a cosmic effect on the balance of choices available to be had, whether they're good or bad. That's a whole other discussion. He shows him what his future is, including him being responsible for his mom dying. Like you were supposed to go back to Asgard. Like in the movies. And then you would kind of be responsible for your mom dying. He thinks it's a trick. And that basically, he is not the balance to foil those that are allowed to be the best versions of uh, of themselves. Which, when you put it like that, Hunter interrupts to tell Mobius there has been Hunter fifteen. There's been a situation. It's like there's always a situation. Apparently, another team has been attacked. And she tells him he shouldn't be talking to the variant. But he tells her resetting isn't the only way to do things. However, when he returns, learning of the dead people, or the dead Minutemen, Loki is gone. And I'm not sure how he fell for that. <laughs> like, how did you not? Why would you even put it in your pocket? You know you're going to get pickpocketed. Um, He runs into casey who's already like my favorite in this show, (laughs) and demands the tesseract. Like, if you don't, I will kill you, or I gut you like a fish. She was like, "What's a fish? How do you not know what a fish is?" I live my life behind a desk, and I want to know, you know, what I'm being threatened with. Like, what kind of murder am I being threatened with? Is it something that I don't think is that bad? What? He's like, "You're gonna be dead." He's like, "Fine." He shows him where the Tesseract is, and then Loki's entire life was shattered in a (laughs) matter of seconds as he realized that the Infinity Stones are in there as well, and that people use them around here as paperweights. reality of life begins to sink in he didn't try to escape with that tesseract but it don't work he does go back to the room that he previously escaped from where he and hunter b15 get into a squabble where he removes his collar puts it on her and gives her a taste of her own medicine but not before he did go back and watch the rest of his life play out basically Like, not only did his mom die, his father died, still loving both of his sons, despite the betrayals, his brother's admiration and love, and then finally, how he brutally dies. (laughs) So he starts to laugh, because what other reaction can you have? Like, really, I had all these dreams, and you basically (laughs) stripped me of all my privilege in five seconds, and I am reduced to a minuscule on a larger scale than I ever imagined it's probably true as well in a whole other way in reality that's another rabbit hole I will not go down I will not um, Mobius finds him and admits that or he admits that he does not enjoy killing, and uses his own metaphor to describe exactly uh, why he did the things that he did and uh Mobius tells him that he can't offer him salvation, that you're not gonna be able to go back to your timeline, that this is it. But he can't give him purpose as the variant that they are after killing folks is him. In Selena, Oklahoma, 1858, even the Minutemen in the future, or in wherever. I don't know where they are in the timeline (laughs) that they recruit all you know everyone has lazy employees as they think someone just came here and put all this oil on the ground to get rich we're not gonna file any reports fuck that just you know reset the timeline laziness just is it a humanity thing because I don't even know if these are humans or some other species but for right now I'm gonna say human (laughs) And I'm going to say typical. Uh, It leads to their deaths as a man in a cloak sets the whole entire field on fire, killing them. And the timeline was not reset, but it was captured by that mysterious person. So either that's Loki and they just didn't want to show him, which why wouldn't they? Or it's someone else that we don't know about. Either way... Well, it it most likely is someone either working with Loki or Loki himself. Uh, That is how we end the episode. So really strong start. Can't wait to see what the other five episodes bring. I like short seasons of a show. Just feels like they know the story they want to tell. We get to A, we get to B, we get to C. We're done. I have to spend a whole lot of time in between with the BS. I like it. But i'm not the only person with an opinion so let's head into the feedback and hear what shy has to say
1: christina i am here to talk about the new series the most much anticipated series i'm sure for you loki (laughs) aka tom hiddleston aka christina's boo aka christina's future husband (laughs) yes Loki is here we finally made it um kind of went by it i can't believe we're in june already so it's um it premiered i guess you could say wednesday morning early wednesday morning um of course i watched it this morning before going to work um so yeah uh, i'll try to remember certain things But I will say, just like the Flash, this was another episode that had heart, fun, and funny moments. Of course, in a little goofiness. Obviously, the Flash took it to another level with the goofy. (laughs) But still, it's just a feel-good for uh, episode. Yeah, feel-good episode. Um, Of course, this one had me more in my feels um, in regards to um some of the stuff that went on and i guess because yeah in flash i know that sis was gonna come back so i'm not sweating it so um this one i enjoyed this i really did um like i said it was fun especially the beginning i mean it got sad in it towards the middle (laughs) part of it then it was uh fun and then it was surprising at the end um but yes the you know just his loki's reaction to everything was hilarious tom hiddleston was hilarious (laughs) in this role um uh, with him getting the tesseract and then beaming into the past and then the 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 timeline variant agency time variant agency tva i'll just call him tva um the agents picked him up and he's you know being all loki i'm a god like who are you you can't <laughs> and she hit him with that thing and that slow-mo i died i am <laughs> sorry i died and then the uh the part where he kept trying to run and she kept reversing time when he i'm like it just his reaction again his reaction to everything was just you know top-notch chef kiss and then when he went in the elevator and they kept dropping him and dropping him and of course i know your favorite part when they (laughs) disrobed him from his uh uh his attire oh my gosh yeah he was just the just the right brand of like surprised um, cocky, yet, what the hell, (laughs) yet, um, yeah, just WTF, just all of it, it was just like, he's taking it all in, um, trying to be who he usually is, but, you know, he's throwing for a loop, um, and then uh, when he got that ticket, (laughs) I noticed that he wasn't like a homeboy in front of him, he still got the ticket, so, because um, yeah he, he ain't dumb He's like uh, there must be a reason that I need this ticket and so I'm just take it just in case oh yeah I forgot the one before that one the, the robot when he had to go through the skin I um, mean yeah, I died on that one cuz I'm like <laughs> they had him even questioning whether or not he's a robot <laughs> it's like wait a minute what happens if I go through here and I'm a robot oh my gosh again so that part all of that at the beginning was just hilarious died um and then of course then we got to the more serious stuff of um him talking to what was his name in this one i just know him as owen wilson so i don't know i'm like for the life of me i'm blanking on the character's name but that guy um the agent that um is you know at questioning him questioning his motivation why are you like this what's going on trying to understand um what he's about why he's the way he is trying to get loki to delve deeper into that which we understand why later on um but oh yeah i forgot the part about the judge but yeah that was funny too um but yeah so then we get to see he gets to see Oh yeah, he, him and the, um, yeah, he gets to see his mom dying, and then he and Owen Wilson character, the agent, the battle out. He pickpockets him and able to escape, but he can't go too far apparently. Um, but he's able to go back to the room when they're looking for him and get to see how his life plays out, which I think. I mean, I know you didn't watch i don't think you watched. you said you didn't watch any of the avengers movies so you didn't see the one the first one um where he died as they showed in the thing so no spoiler alert here <laughs> since they showed it <laughs> um um but now that i'm seeing that so this all so this whole the i guess this season happens prior to that prior to everything that went on with his mom and then with him and the event, you know, Thanos and all that stuff happening. So, uh, and he's always had Loki. You know, we we all know he always has a Plan B, Plan. He always got something else up his sleeve. So, I'm wondering, with him knowing that, when he goes back to his timeline, whenever that is, because obviously he does. Whether with, whether he does something or does it does he let it play out the way it's supposed to because he learns that he can't mess with the timeline i don't know so i'm i'm very curious if he still does it if he still messes with the time but then again it seemed pretty 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 final when thanos uh, killed him (laughs) but we'll see i mean there's variations of him as he's learning there's a multiverse there's something that wasn't introduced uh in marvel before uh recently um so that's so they're they're introducing multiverse dimensions and all that stuff in 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 the later stuff in the later movies and now these shows. So that should be interesting going forward how they play that out. Um, but we learned that another version of Loki is evil and is out there killing the agents. And so my question becomes did they try this before with that loki and it was not successful and so this version of loki comes and he's someone that the owen wilson character wants to recruit to battle his health itself so to speak or is it another type of loki not specifically tom hiddleston's loki but a loki but another character I don't know so that's all very interesting I mean obviously they didn't show him maybe it is him like himself I mean another version of himself that he that they're trying to get him to capture so very curious as to how that went down to get that backstory on how he ended up there and then obviously escaping and then going about the business of what he's been doing killing agents out of revenge for for a purpose obviously um so that's going to be interesting to find out and then we have the little boy who gave them some blue thing is that gum something so I wonder there's a significance to that it must be because they kind of uh, made a big deal about him giving that the little boy giving that to him so so much i mean i'm very excited about this series um i didn't know what to expect or what it was going to be about or or anything like that so i was thoroughly entertained and it and again it's always great when i'm watching a show and then the ending just sneaks up on you like i'm not seeing how much longer i got to watch and stuff like that when a show can do that that's yeah, that's top notch to me you know when the end credit surprises me and so i enjoyed that and um yeah so i'm looking forward to like i said to this series i don't know how many episodes it is because as usual didn't look it up <laughs> so i'm going blind here but i think you've been doing this great thing which i appreciate of that first podcast in the series you can break it down um so yeah but i think it's gonna be six like the falcon and winter soldier maybe but i know wandavision had like eight episodes so i don't know but anyways um very excited and yes christina i am trying to retire intrigued (laughs) since you called us both out on how much we use it so we must come up with another word um of course i say interested a lot too so um, but I can't think of a word right now. Uh, my brain is not equipped to do that tonight. Um, so I'm going to just say, I look forward to what's going to happen and leave it at that. So very excited to watch your hubby, um, this season and just, yeah, very excited on that note. I will leave it. Until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch, Shy.
0: That was Shy with her feedback on the first episode. She already knew. I am hot to try with my thirst. But I, I kept it in check. I did forget to mention in the episode, so before I forget again, that they did do a reveal that Loki was gender fluid. Um, This was... Very happy news for some people, but I was in the corner going like, we been new. (laughs) What you mean? Um, Been new. Been new. I I get some people like the confirmation in a TV show to make it canon, but shit, I make things canon all up in my own head. Like, you still to this day can't tell me that 4 wasn't in love with Arnold. Like, shit. According to my records, um... He was. And nothing else, even if the showrunners coming out telling me otherwise, I don't need confirmation of that. I can put A and B together and make facts. <laughs> but I did contain myself throughout the recap. I don't know how much I'll be able to do that going forward, but this first episode, <laughs> I reined myself in, but my babe was hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I did see the first Avengers movie. I saw that one and never went back. And I don't know much about what's happened in the movies after that. Hey, at least I went, even though I said I'm a DC fan, I don't go see DC movies because they all suck. So, (laughs) at least Marvel movies aren't terrible, terrible. They're certainly better than DC movies. However... I like the meteor story arcs that, uh, with DC more so. I just have, uh, I don't know what I would say. I, I, I like I like rooting for villains and, and stuff when it's appropriate or when like a hero. I guess I'm saying it wrong because I'm just... <laughs> serious. I really should not do day game. It's not a uh, recommended thing. Not when you're trying to record a podcast but y'all know me right now anyhow back on topic what i was trying to say is i'm okay rooting for a villain or i'm okay rooting for a hero that does maybe villainous things like i'm okay with a gray character that's perfectly fine to me i think more characters should just be initially gray and not try to make them the villain and then be like, let me backtrack. Like, I refuse to watch Cruella because I'm like, come on, you're getting ridiculous with it now. (laughs) We don't need to go back in and redo all the villains' backstory arcs so that we can justify (laughs) their actions. Some people are just straight up bitches. There's a whole administration you just dealt with and still are that are straight up just hoes. Moving on, Um, I wish I had been surprised by the ending. I I watch too much TV, (laughs) so (laughs) I ruined myself. But I also, if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, I'm not sure if you've ever seen that show, but this really did remind me of one of the episodes, uh, and it was a murder mystery to something of that extent so that may have also just conjured up where they were going before the reveal showed as much uh it does seem like someone has beef with the timeline this also reminds me a little bit of uh, victoria umbrella academy but way cooler (laughs) way more thought into it and i wish they had put a lot more effort and maybe they will in season three of umbrella academy because i think that was some of the best you know uh well yeah it's still early stages of the comic too so they still can really build up the world and i want them to build on said world too and not just end it in season three and then i'm like oh we could have done so much more with that well that wraps up our feedback for this week if you want to join in the next conversation blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can send it in written or audio format Or you can comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.